Hey Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. The initial decision to become a single, like a solo mom was like, I put it off out of fear. And then trying to do what I could, but then worried, well, how is this going to impact them in 10 years because it's not just like right now that I had to worry about I had to worry about what's this going to do for them you know when they're adult tired weary frustrated what would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone what's stopping you from living your best life now on solo mom's talk I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone So if you're a working solo mom, dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life. It's my pleasure to speak with Alicia Johnson today. Alicia is a solo mom of two daughters. Hi, Alicia. Hi, thank you. How did you become a solo mom? Um, so I became a mom at a young age and married at a young age. And so I didn't recognize that it wasn't a healthy relationship to begin with. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we think we know better when we're younger. So I ignored all of the signs and I'm like, it'll be fine. Um, Had my first daughter just after I turned 18, um, got married at 19. Marriage was okay for, I don't know, a couple of years, maybe. Um, Shortly after we had the second one, things like took a real turn, I would say. Uh And it became more mentally and emotionally abusive. And that went on for at least a couple more years before I was finally like, okay, this is not, this is not the environment that I want my kids to grow up in. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me filing divorce for tw- like two times before it actually happened. But this was also after I had filed a restraining order and then like went back with him, which I've learned now is not uncommon of 
Yeah. And especially, I think. But I filed the divorce without really saying anything because I was worried what he was going to say. Um, so that first time around, at least in Oregon, when you file, if the other person doesn't respond to it, it just goes through. But you have to file an additional paperwork, which I didn't do this first time around. Okay. Later, I did it and filed and went forward with it. And yeah, it was still... A, rough like year after that of like separating and moving out on my own but that was where it started about 14-ish years ago now wow and how old are your kids now they are 18 and almost 21 oh so you've um solo mom for a long time (laughs) yes 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 I mean even while we were married he was not a super um supportive parent either so yes yes I think that the married young um, reason is a very common reason for us ending up being solo moms I got married at 20 and mm-hmm. I think we neither of us knew what we were doing and so yeah. <laughs> when when it came time to be an adult we couldn't be adults so yeah. That age, we don't really know who we are either. Yeah. How can you know how to be in a relationship if you don't know who you are? Right. Right. So what has been the most, your biggest challenge during the last 14 years? Oh, to pick just one is difficult. Okay. Um, probably the many years of like, just kind of making it um, financially. Uh-huh. Um, there was definitely a number of years where like I was asking friends for money. I was asking family for money just to like pay rent and bills and trying to make sure that they had what they could. Okay. So financially it was tough. It was for probably the first, it's like really tough for the first five years. Okay. And how much of your decision making throughout the past 14 years? you know, making decisions about yourself, about where you live, about what you do in relationship to your kids. How much of that has been based on fear? A lot. I mean, from the initial, like, um, the initial decision to become a single, like a solo mom was Mm -hmm. like, I put it off out of fear. Um, And then trying to do what I could, but then worried, well, how is this going to impact them? Right now and like in 10 years, because it's not just like right now that I had to worry about. I had to worry about what's this going to do for them, you know, when they're adults. Right. And knowing that it's only me that's responsible. I think that was the other really big part. Like, I can't blame anybody else. This is all on me to to make this work. And that was scary. Right. Yeah. So you, you kind of took on the responsibility it's just you. It's it's something we do. You know, there's no one else in this but me. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. So what I'm doing here, I know you've, you know, your 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 children are older, but I like to dig into the story because you you have something to look back to and um hopefully I've learned from to let someone else hear how you handled a certain situation, right? My other question is, what has been your biggest victory? Like what, what, what moment were you most proud of, you know, beyond 
leaving the relationship? There's, there's a lot. Um, if I look at things as a whole, mm-hmm. I would say my biggest victory is both my kids, not just graduating, but graduating with good grades, good, like good experience and not like neither one of them were ever in trouble. They were never, um, into drugs. They were never into like these things that was such a fear of me. Like, since I couldn't be there as much as I would want to, cause it was just me, mm-hmm. them to, um, not just graduate, but yeah, my, um, my youngest is graduating with a higher, well, both of them, but her in particular, graduating with a higher GPA than I did. To be able to know that even though we went through all of this, they are still getting a really good life. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it's something to be proud of. Congratulations. <laughs> so what are you doing now um, with your life? It's something you can share with us? So... I have a full-time job, which I love, but I've also um, taken on a new thing. Oh gosh, it's only been like maybe six months because I was doing health and fitness coaching for quite a long time because I had had my own transformation through that because divorce does things to our mind and our body and I'd get through that. Um, But now getting to where I'm at now, realizing like you were just saying, the experience that I have and raising them and what I've learned through all of that. Um, I am now taking and created my own coaching business aimed more for single moms, solo moms, like recently divorced moms who are where I was, you know, 10, 15 years ago, Mm -hmm. be able to give them that support that I, I wish I would have had (laughs) try and, do it on my own because I didn't even have a lot of family support initially because my parents were actually mad at me for getting divorced because they didn't see what what was going on Mm -hmm. okay thanks um and just to go back a little bit because I, I had an interview with a young lady who had she's like two weeks into a divorce and she was looking for guidance on how you manage that, how you navigate that. She also have a nine-month-old. So, yeah, so she she wants to know how you navigate the emotional issues beyond when you decide that you needed to leave and during the first couple of years. And also, how do you manage to get out of that funk? Because, you know, there is a funk (laughs) that we fall into. There, I had a long funk. Um, what really helped me, and I, I definitely wish I would have realized this earlier on. So, um, if this is, and this is part of why I'm doing what I'm doing as far as my coaching, to, to be able to give this to people so that they don't go through years of what I did, maybe a few weeks, mm-hmm. but not years. Um, but for those that are in those situations, I think one, honoring how they feel. Like you're not going to be able to get rid of how you feel because it's hard, it's scary, and it hurts. And a lot of times there's anger. So trying to ignore those tend to make them fester more. 
So acknowledging that, yes, this is how I feel. And this is why. And then looking at what, what is the reason that I'm doing this? And usually that's so that they can have a better life for them and their kids. Right. Taking the time to visualize what that looks like instead of focusing on just how awful things are right now. Um, and then the other piece of this, and this is something I only recently learned, to find what the lesson is in what you're going through. And this, I mean, this is for anything bad or not bad. I don't like to use that word. Anything challenging in our life, but especially being a newly solo mom in a situation like that. What are the lessons that we can take from this? Yeah. It's happening regardless. Mm -hmm. Can't change that. But we can find something to learn from and grow from and be able to focus then on the future to get us out of the now. Right. Oh, great. Thank you very much for sharing that. I want to ask you some stuff about what you're doing for yourself personally. But before I do that, I have one question. Um, what do you wish, you, you're very proud of your children and how they've succeeded up to this point. What one thing do you wish you had you were able to have the presence of mind to teach them while they were growing up? Better self-care. Okay. Because, um, I mean, they, they model what we, what we do. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to teach than to reteach. Yeah. Because that wasn't something that we did early on. That is something we are reteaching now as they're going into adulthood. And as we all know, that's a lot harder. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that leads me right into my next question. How do you practice self-care? My way I practice self-care has definitely evolved over the years. And it's definitely different right now because I was in a car accident back in January. Um, so my, my biggest, for me, my biggest um, form of mental self-care has always been um, exercise. Like I, I discovered that probably 10 years ago. And so now that that's not been something that I can do, I've had to adjust and find other things, which have been in the form of um, just taking time for me, even in little, little things, especially as a solo mom. And I have had multiple jobs. Now I have a job and I have a business. And so it's really easy to get stuck and just always doing myself to not do stuff for a little while. Um, spending more time outside, huge for me. Um, I think part of it's because I, the pride in the work that I did in my yard over the last four months now um, in creating a space that I've wanted for a long time. I just, for whatever reason, never did it. And so now I have this space that I can enjoy that I did. So there's pride, but it's also just getting out in nature Um And since we can't really go on vacations, um, I can't really do drives. That's like, there's some other things that I would normally have done that I can't, can't do without causing other issues. So it's been um, just taking time for me, um, spending time outside um, and meditation has been a new thing that I've added in, which is 
phenomenal. Um, I was super resistant, but the more I do it, the more I get from it. Yeah. Wow. That sounds, that sounds really helpful because being out in um, planting your own garden must bring a lot of, it brings a lot of satisfaction and fulfillment. It does. It does. And I have like an actual like grass. I've been here nine and a half years, never had grass until now. Wow. Oh, cool. There's just something about walking barefoot in the grass that brings me, at least brings me back to my childhood of just enjoying the grass out in the back. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, what one piece of advice would you give another solo mom, regardless of where they are in their journey? Just to give one. That's that's. There's so many things. Well, say what's on your mind. Um, I would say the one thing is you need to have a self care practice. I don't care what it is. Um, but you deserve it and you need it. Mm-hmm. Don't take care of you. You cannot take care of your kids the way that they, like the best that you can. Right. And the other is to find a way to work on your mindset, no matter. And, the, and this could even come before the self-care because mindset has been transformational for me. Yeah. Um, it's made some really crappy situations over the last few years, not so crappy. And as any solo parent, solo mom has gone through, you're going to have a lot of crap that's going to happen in your life. But if you can keep a positive mindset more so than get stuck in the funk and the negative, you'll be way more successful. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Thank you, Alicia Johnson, for, I know you had to wake up a little early <laughs> for this. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, where can we get in touch with you? Because you have a business and, you know, we'd, we'd like to support you in that. So um, tell us how we could get in touch with you. Yeah. So my uh, business um, Instagram is at I am empowered unicorn. Um, and I actually, I have a, free little challenge coming up, which there's a link in my bio on Instagram to join that. Um, and I also, my um, website is stronger every day, not dot net. Still fairly new, but it does have some awesome things there that um, they can purchase. And down the road, I'll have my coaching up there when it's available. Cause right now it's not. Okay, so that's strongereveryday.net? Yes. Okay, good, good. So we could look you up there. All right, thank you very much for um, taking the time out to speak with me on a Sunday. I (laughs) appreciate it. (laughs) Thanks, Alicia. Thank you so much. A Native American proverb says, those who tell their stories rule the world. Tell your story on an upcoming episode of Soda Mom's Talk. And if you think this podcast can help someone else, please share it with them. If you subscribe, you will know when new episodes become available. Also, please leave a review. I really appreciate you listening. Thank you.
Hello solar moms. As a solar mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life. To see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey. But it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one 917-994-1329 or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.